0: Hello, Paper and Glam family, and welcome back to the Women You Want to Be podcast. My name is Lisa Marie, and I'm creator of a lifestyle we call Paper and Glam. It has four pillars, seasonal living, planning, book club, and Bible study, and those together work to create a beautiful seasonal life. And it's my heart for this podcast to share notes on the journey to my quest to become the woman that I want to be. And I hope that what I share here serves you and helps you collapse some time on your own journey to become the woman God created you to be. So today we are going to talk about how to go from being overwhelmed to overjoyed. So we first got to talk about the practice of Creating or deciding on choosing a word of the year. I'm sure you're familiar with this practice. To the best of my knowledge, it was Gretchen Rubin who created this um this idea that is now just a major part of the kind of New Year zeitgeist. And the heart behind it is you create or decide or choose a word of the year that is going to be the banner you wave over the year. It's for me, how I'm going to make my decisions based on this word, how I'm going to set my priorities. And more than anything, it's the transformational journey that I'm going to go on this year. So how I recommend you choose a word of the year, and we have a whole framework for this in seasonal living, in the seasonal living masterclass, I have a whole course on word of the year that's going to be taught live in the new year, but here's how you can start thinking about what you want your word of the year to be. Think about what the default emotion you were feeling this year that you don't want to feel. So if you noticed you were falling back into fear a lot, then you're going to want to choose the opposite of that. The positive manifestation of fear is courage. So you're going to want to choose courage. If you have been feeling abandoned, you're going to want to, you will choose love. If um, you have been feeling overwhelmed, which was my default emotion in 2022, then you're going to want to choose the opposite of that. So there's a few different things you could choose to be the opposite of that. And what I chose to be my word of the year in 2023 was margin. Because to me, the opposite of feeling overwhelmed was feeling like I had margin to do the things I wanted to do. I had margin in my planner. I had margin in my bank account, margin in my home, margin in my jeans, margin to work on my most exciting projects. So I wanted to go from feeling overwhelmed to feeling airy and spacious and like my my life had margin for whatever comes up. I'm sure we've all probably every day have the experience of planning our day and then like it's a wreck by 9 a.m. I just had that experience a little bit with this last month of November. So I moved into what I call my country glam dream home on October 28th was moving day. And I slept on the couch at my mom's house for two weeks because I did not have a bed here yet. So my bed was delivered and then I'm so excited. I was like, okay, now the new era, which I've been calling the homecoming era can begin. So excited. And that next day, I take Sunday for her um, her natural tooth cleaning. It's a non-anesthetic tooth cleaning, and I find out that she is in terrible pain and she has an infection in her mouth. And I knew she was acting strange, but I thought it was just the move. Um, she, you know, dogs really like routine, and I had just been all over the board for the last couple months because buying a house is extremely um, taxing and busy, and you have to sign more forms than like you could even conceive of. Like however many you think it is, like times that by a hundred, because that's how many it is. (laughs) Like literally hundreds of papers. And that's once you find the house and get under contract and that in and of itself is a whole thing. So anyway, that's a story for another day. um And, but I, you know, in my head, I had this idea that I was going to move into my house and light my empty home candle, or I think it's called a new home candle. It's from homesick. It's adorable. And like I was gonna have this beautiful experience in November of unpacking my house and setting up this beautiful home so I could start December and start the Advent experience that we do with God and Glam, which is um, Advent is the season when we prepare our hearts and our homes to receive Christ at Christmas. And then I would start Advent with my like glittering Christmas tree. And it did not go that way at all. I have not unpacked almost anything. I've unpacked my library and my kitchen, and that is about it. And um, it went from me just getting Sunday into see a surgeon, getting her the care that she needed to get the infection under control and administering painkillers um, during the night, and um, then her surgery, which was the Tuesday before Thanksgiving, and then um, her recovery has been um, kind of my whole my whole world, other than just work stuff. Stuff in November. So it was one of those things where it was like expectations meet reality. And um, through that, I was really proud of myself that I did not feel too overwhelmed. Of course, I did at some points. Um, moving itself is just like one of the most overwhelming things you can do. And then, you know, alongside just the regular life stuff that still needs to happen, um, I didn't take time off work or anything like that. Um, so I was just, you know, doing regular life in moving. And then also uh, my dog was sick. So it was, it was quite a lot, but it was a ultimate test of what I had chosen um for my word of the year. And of course I had productivity guilt in the back of my mind because there was so much that I had planned to do and wanted to do but it was a true testament to the journey that I went on this year to create margin in my life, margin in my time, margin in my bank account. And I mean, that surgery was $14,000. Like I was not expecting that right as I moved into a new house, right? There's so many expenses with moving and um, needed appliances and beds and all of that and a bed and all those things. So, oh man, but obviously the priority is getting Sunday the care that she needed, my dog, the care that she needed. So All that to say, that is the heart behind a word of the year. And so during Christmas is also a season that can be filled with either Feelings of joy or feelings of overwhelm. And today, we in the God and Glam community started our Advent devotional. Every year, we read a Advent devotional together, and come um, on Tuesday nights. We come back together and we discuss where we are on our spiritual journey, how we've connected with the Lord, and we share our Advent experience together. It's not too late to join. This is the best time to join because I have founding member prices in effect on annual memberships. So that makes it only twenty dollars a month, and that is a steal. That's the price I had in 2019, I think, or 2020, one of the two. So that's the original price I had. And it'll stay that way until I'm able to get a video up and share publicly on YouTube, everything about God and Glam. I haven't gotten to it yet because like I said, I have had quite the year rebuilding the foundation of my life. So um, as we, I started the devotional today, I thought that I would just share a little reflection with you and um, share some of what was in the devotional and the way that I kind of metabolized it into my own life because it was so incredibly beautiful. So, um, this, this is from day one of the devotional and it's by Ruth Troy Simmons. It's called Emmanuel. So it says, our human expectations are prone to disappointment. We get our hearts wrapped around things we think we need or circumstances we desire. And when those things or expectations don't satisfy as we hope, we're left deflated and sometimes even jaded, numb, or unengaged. And that was a little bit of me. I have been dreaming and working towards becoming a homeowner my entire life had some serious setbacks, um, in what I call the old era in LA, some serious setbacks, um, with the pandemic. And I was like, Oh, I finally done it. I finally have my dream home. It's more than I could have asked for or imagined. It's better, better and worth the wait. And I was so excited. And, And then, um, it really like hasn't quite been that yet. And that's okay. There's time for that. But it did make me feel a little deflated and a little like unengaged with just like, uh, whatever, it gets done when it gets done. Um, and I kind of like lost a lot of the excitement and pizzazz I had for homemaking and making my house a home. And she ties th- those feelings back to Christmas. And it, she says this, does the first sign of Christmas decor stir up your heart with giddiness or does the mere sight of a pre-lit Christmas tree and gift wrap cause you anxiety? For so many of us, the joyous expectancy of a fun-filled holiday is overshadowed by unrealistic expectations and impossible standards. We replace expectancy with expectations. I think that's so good because if I'm honest, sometimes the holiday season, and I'm not saying holiday season in place of Christmas, but holiday season from like the end of October with Halloween through Thanksgiving and um, Christmas for me can just be this reminder that I don't have the Christmas card life that I expected to have at this age. I expected to have kids to go trick-or-treat, to take trick-or-treating. I expected to have a, a big family to celebrate Thanksgiving with. I expected to have, um, you know, Those Christmas cards with beautiful Christmas pictures to send out every year. And this Thanksgiving, um, I literally spent it in bed with Sunday. I ate Thanksgiving dinner while watching The Gilded Age on my laptop and just sitting with Sunday as she recovered. And, you know, that's okay. Um, I know that one day I'm gonna have a Thanksgiving that makes up for all the Thanksgivings that. I felt alone or that, you know, wasn't what I thought life would be. And so that really just speaks so much into how Christmas can feel because Christmas can feel vulnerable. We talked about this in the Advent experience, but we, because we have that expectation that we'll be merry and bright, um, we don't leave room for the vulnerability we all bring to Christmas, whether you've lost someone or whether you feel like your life hasn't turned out like you expected. And so Ruth Choi Simmons says this about that feeling. The stories we tell ourselves about any season, especially the Christmas season, shape how we feel and act in response. If you expect Christmas time to make you feel good about your family relationships, you will be disappointed. If you expect your spouse to read your mind about what makes a holiday season special, you will be disappointed. If you expect gifts from others to make you feel loved and remembered, you will be disappointed. You see, what we believe we are waiting for in this season affects our posture. And that, in turn, determines the difference between whether we are over- Overjoyed or overwhelmed. And she goes on to quote Psalm 130, which is just the psalm for anyone who is waiting for something, which is to say, all of us. And Psalm 130 says this I wait for the Lord, my soul waits, and in his word I hope. My soul waits for the Lord more than watchmen wait for the morning, more than watchmen for the morning. O Israel, hope in the Lord, for with the Lord there is a steadfast love. And with him is plentiful redemption. And he will redeem Israel from all his iniquities. So that's Psalm 135 through eight. So she goes on to say that the psalmist he knows he's been given more than he deserves, and he now waits for his loving God to faithfully provide again. He doesn't question whether God hears his heart, rather, he is expectant, knowing that God keeps his promises. It's this very confidence and expectancy in a good and faithful God that led Corey Tenboom to anticipate the same of his heavenly father. And Corey Tenboom is a Holocaust survivor. And he wrote this, when Jesus takes your hand, he keeps you tight. When Jesus keeps you tight, he leads you through your whole life. When Jesus leads you through your whole life, he brings you safely home. And Ruth Troy Simmons goes on to say, Christmas is a homecoming, one where the broken of humanity are given access to the home they were meant for in Christ. Our only means of coming home to Jesus is to welcome and prepare him room right where we are. And that just struck at the heart of where I've been living because I've been calling this the homecoming era. When I started manifesting this new era and this new home, I would listen to Josh Ritter homecoming every day. And it's in the song and I'll link it below. It says the air is getting cold now and the leaves are changing color and I'm going home. And i that's exactly what happened. I my house the day it closed was October 10th the leaves were just starting to get cold or, or excuse me um, orange and fall and it was just starting to get cold and that that was that experience and I held on to that feeling all year as I was manifesting this home and so and now I'm reminded that Christmas is the homecoming right that is our true homecoming when Christ comes to earth to dwell among us and it's we're preparing him room right where we are and right where I am is full of boxes and, and just feeling like I also just um, got over being sick. So my voice is still not quite back to normal. If you're wondering why my, I sound a little different. Um, and I'm sure that wherever you are feels like that same messy middle too. And. Jesus was born in a manger, right? In a stable, in a dirty stable. And that's where he came to earth. And that's where he was prepared room. And wherever we are, it's a homecoming. And our assignment is to prepare him room. So Ruth Troy Simmons goes on to say, "'Expectations leave us weary and discontent, believing we deserve more or better. They always leave us unfulfilled and doubtful about whether God is for our good.'" The expectancy is anticipation mingled with joy. It's believing God is who he says he is while waiting patiently for his good to be revealed, however he chooses to reveal it. Expectancy remembers what is always, what is already more than one deserves. Expectation demands more. Expectancy sets our sights on God's promises rather than the empty pursuit of all that cannot satisfy in this season. When we turn from expectations to being expectant, we will never be disappointed because God never disappoints. What he promises, he will do. While we wait for your purpose to be revealed, right? While we wait for God's purpose in our lives to be revealed, we will look to the word of God, we'll soften our hearts to trust in God instead of ourselves, right? That's the assignment for this season. And I love this devotional that we're reading together. It's not too late to join. If you have ever felt like I need just a plan, a simple plan that I can do every day to connect to God in the middle of whatever season of life I'm in, that is why I created the God and Glam Bible Study. It's a seasonal Bible study, half the year. We also do cover-to-cover Bible study the other half of the year, and it will meet you where you are. Um, it has met me where I am in just every every day when I wake up and I know that I need Jesus again, and I know I can't do it alone this is the framework that has met me where I am, and I would love for it to meet you where you are. So how do we go from overwhelmed to overjoyed? I think that Ruth Choi Simmons gave the best prescription for that. We have to let go of our expectations. We have to let go of what we think this Christmas should be because every Christmas is the best Christmas we've ever had because we're closer to the woman that God created us to be. And that is the truth. That is the homecoming. So This feeling of overwhelm, every time I feel that feeling this season, I'm going to be intentionally replacing it with overjoy, the feeling of being overjoyed. And how I'm gonna do that is, I'm actually teaching a course on this on Tuesday the 5th. If you listen to this after this, you can log in and watch it anytime when you join the Seasonal Living Masterclass. But I'm teaching this course on how to create more time for the things that you love, to build your your beautiful seasonal life. And the very simple way to do that is to create more memories and I have a framework for doing that and what we also want to do once we've created the memories is record them because if we don't remember the memory we made then it's lost to us right the recording is the most important part in some ways So I have this Some Lines a Day journal. I've been using it since January 1st, 2021. I love it. I'll link it below if you want to start this practice in the new year. And every day I just write a little something about the day. It's whatever I'm grateful for. It's whatever happened. It's just a simple, sweet story. And my friend Alyssa who is in all three of the Paper and Glam membership communities. She's such a seasonal queen. She sent me this video. It's a TED Talk. It's like 15 minutes. I'll link it below. And it's called Homework for Life. And it talks about how if every day you write down a little story from the day, nothing overwhelming, just a few lines, and you intentionally look for what was special in that day, you will go from feeling like every day is the same, every day is mundane, to realizing that you are special and significant and every day is significant on your journey. And he doesn't take it from a spiritual lens, from a lens that longs to connect to God. So I'll do that now. But I would say it this way. When you engage in that practice, you go from thinking God is silent and uninvolved in your life to realizing that you are on a beautiful adventure with the Lord. And every day is a building block to create... The life that he has set into your heart for you to do the works that he has planned in advance for you to do. And every day is a building block. Every day is a page in that story and every day is special. And when I sit down in the morning to have my coffee, I read what was happening on today's December 1st. So December 1st, 2021, December 1st, 2022. And now I just recorded what happened on December 1st, 2023, or I will. And When you see very clearly the evolution of that, you can't deny God's work in your life. You can't deny God's work in the world. And every day creates a special significance. And so that is my challenge for you today is that when you are feeling overwhelmed, trade that feeling this season, especially just try it during Advent. Just try it and you will go from feeling overwhelmed to overjoyed. If you are consciously waking up every morning to look for that special story that happens in your day to look for the thing you're going to record in your journal for the day, to look for the memory that you made that day. And it doesn't have to be anything special. I'll tell you what I wrote this morning. So I was sharing in the last episode that I have been so tired this week, and I realized it's because I stopped taking my magnesium supplement, which is literally amazing. It's a game changer. If you're not on a magnesium supplement, I would say that's like the number one thing you can do for yourself um, to feel better, to have more energy, to have better sleep. I'll link the one I'm on. Obviously, please consult a doctor before you engage in any sort of new routine. I am not licensed to give medical advice of any kind or professional advice of any kind for that matter. So anyway, so I haven't been taking it because Sunday has been, my dog has been up All throughout the night. And she needs, when I hear her panting, I know she needs more pain meds. So um, we haven't been able to sleep through the night for about three weeks. So I didn't want to take my magnesium because it makes me sleep very soundly. And not like I'm dead to the world, but it's just much harder to wake up when I take the supplement. So anyway, that, and then starting to work out again, really, I can feel that my body is depleted with. Um, from magnesium. So anyway, yesterday I was so tired and I, I again was so tired after lunch. I had to take a little nap and I started to feel bad about myself because what I had planned was the courageous action that we've been talking about in previous episodes. And so I just laid down in bed and I was like, I'm just going to lay down for like 20 minutes. No big deal. And Sunday was laying next to me. And every time we lay down in bed, whether it's to take a little nap or to read before bed, she will lay down next to me and she extends her paw out and she and she puts her paw on my arm and she goes to sleep like that every single night or every time we take a nap. And it just brought tears to my eyes because I almost lost this dog and she is my best friend. And I am like a single dog mom, so I am so attached to my dog. She is my world. And, you know, I don't know how many naps I have with her, right? Like, what could be more important than that? And I was like, here with my productivity guilt again, right? Like, oh, I needed to get a vlog up. I needed to do this. I need to unpack the house. And it's like, what is what would the 100-year-old version of me say right then, right? Would the 100-year-old version of me say... Oh, um why didn't you unpack your house sooner? Why didn't you finish that work assignment? No, the 100-year-old version of me would say I would give anything for just like one more day with that dog. And it's when you look at your li- your life like that, like it brings tears to your eyes because you think, "Oh my gosh, everything is so special and I'm missing it." Right? I am missing it. So Um, The two YouTube videos that I just referenced, one is how to live like you're, let's see, how to make decisions like you're 100 years old and the other one about like recording little stories from your day. I'll link those down below. They are beautiful and I definitely want to give credit where credit is due for the inspiration of this episode. But I hope that gives you a framework for this holiday season and for every day to go from overwhelmed to overjoyed because that is the assignment of the Christmas season. That is the assignment for our life. That is the homework for life. And so my sweet friends, this is a longer episode than usual. I like these episodes to be what one of my favorite podcasters, um, Marley of Money Mindset Manifestation says. She says, I want this podcast to be the orange juice podcast or orange juice of podcasting, right? Like, I just want to give you quick hits of value to inspire you to go out and become the woman you want to be. And so this one's a little bit longer and that's okay. Um, definitely a little more raw, a little more vulnerable. And that is what the Advent season is all about. That's the heart of Advent is making that space in our heart to show all the ways that God is working. And with that, um, if you want more of this, we talk about this on God and Glam on Tuesday nights. We, um, this upcoming week, we have two seasonal living live streams on Tuesday and on Thursday. On Tuesday, and we do this every month, Tuesday is a live lesson. I'm going to be talking about how to master plan a beautiful seasonal year. I know if you're like me, December you use to really plan the year ahead. So I'm going to be teaching a lesson on how to create a year in December (laughs) or any time. That you can look back on a year later and just be so incredibly proud of the progress that you made to build your seasonal beautiful life, whatever that looks like to you. And then on Thursday, we have our seasonal mastermind, and that is when we come together to uh, curate our mindset for the month ahead and to. Also curate the experiences we're going to have and get inspired for the month ahead by taking inspiration from all of the beautiful things that every month has to offer. And every month has specific gifts and it gives the same gifts every year, right? December gives the same gifts every December, but we miss them if we're not aware of them. So that's what we're going to do on Thursday. And again, we do it every month, but now is the best time to join because prices are going to be increasing and let's see do I have anything else oh we also are working on um choosing a word of the year and in this in the seasonal mastermind we choose a word of the year and then every month we come back together and we review what our word of the year taught us that way we are not just choosing a word of the year and then kind of forgetting about it by February we're intentionally going on a transformational journey with this word of the year and every month we reconvene to discuss what we learned from our word of the year so um think about what you want your word of the year to be. Think about what transformational journey you want to go on. I have a lot more to share on the word of the year topic, and that will be an upcoming lesson for seasonal living. There's already a notion template available that will help you like work through that. But all that to say, I hope to see you soon. And I hope that the beginning of this Advent season, and if you're not familiar with Advent, that's okay. Um, I think from the podcast, you get the heart of it. Um, But I hope that this is the the beautiful new beginning and you feel more of God's presence in your life this December, because that's really the only assignment. All right. I love you guys. I will see you again soon. And I hope to see you on a live stream soon. If that intimidates you joining a live stream with me, you can totally just come and listen. You don't have to be on camera. Although I would say that's where all the magic is. You can work up to that. You can work up to showing up and being on camera and and kind of participating in like the group coaching vibe where we all get inspired together and talk about where we're at on our journeys, whether that's spiritually in God and Glam, whether that's building a beautiful seasonal life and seasonal living, or whether that's in book club, we build a literary lifestyle that you are obsessed with that is all your own. So that's what I'm up to. And with that, I will let you guys go. Have a beautiful day and I'll see you soon. Bye and God bless.